hoes and non-binary hoes, welcome to Wild Book, a podcast where we hate Adam from Skate the Infinity, and then we talk about YA books from the 2000s. This one has nothing to do with skateboarding, but I'm sure we'll find a way to reference it. I'm Renee. I'm Mary. And I got to read this week, and I got to read a classic Sarah Dessen novel. Oh, Sarah D. Someone like you. Kelly Bears. Um, I think this is like the second Sarah Dessen book I ever read, and uh, of many, I should nice. say. So, like I said, someone like you. This is the description inside cover, which importantly, this is like the exact edition I read. Nice. Life is an ugly, awful place not to have a best friend. Oh. Hallie and Scarlett have been best friends for years, sharing cl- secrets, clothes, and crushes. People know Scarlett as the popular, flamboyant one. Hallie's just the quiet sidekick, but she doesn't mind. The two of them balance each other perfectly. Then, at the beginning of their junior year, that balance shifts. First, Scarlett's boyfriend Michael, the class legend, the boy to date, is killed in a motorcycle accident. (laughs) Soon afterward, she learns that she is carrying his baby. Oh my god. For the first time, Scarlett really needs Hallie. But even as she does her best, Hallie's facing her own pressures, pulling away from her controlling mother and dealing with her first serious relationship. Hallie and Scarlett's friendship may bend under the weight, but it will never break. Because a true friendship is a promise you keep forever. Sarah Dessen's unique voice is funny, poignant, and true, with a warm southern accent that anyone who has ever had a best friend or a first love will understand. We have to talk in southern accents. I'm so confused by that comment, though, because she, like, makes a note of, like, going to Buffalo at some point. And I'm like, is this New York? Is there a Buffalo somewhere else? we're gonna find out but maybe this means Sarah Dessen Sarah Dessen is southern she's from um well she went to school in North Carolina she lives in North Carolina okay so let's start with Buffalo Buffalo North Carolina Carolina Buffalo City was a logging in Moonshine Town in East Lake Township Dare County North Carolina all right well Let's see what other buffalo towns named Buffalo. It must be somewhere like warmish though, because she never makes a note about it being oh. cold. Oh boy, do we have some New York, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Texas, West Virginia, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wyoming. All right, well, we're already way off track. So. Victoria, Australia. <laughs> anyway. Yes, continue. Back to the book. So it starts off with Hallie. She's at sisterhood camp. Uh, she gets is a that phone call. for nuns? No. What is sisterhood camp? <laughs> sisterhood camp is not actually called that. It's called Camp Believe. But her dad, like, made the joke about it being sisterhood camp, so they started calling it that, even though her mom is upset about it. We'll get into it in a second. Anyway, she's at sisterhood camp, and she gets a phone call in the middle of the night from Scarlett, her best friend, who we just went over. Yeah. Her boyfriend, Michael Sherwood, dead. Not Michael. <laughs> Not Michael. He crashed his motorcycle. Yep, he was only 16, had a motorcycle license. Wow, it's and a 16 year old driving a motorcycle. I don't know. <laughs> um, and this is like, this is kind of confused me because later in the book Hallie turns 16 and like most Wait, people- It's Hallie, not Haley? It's Hallie, yes. Hallie. Two L's. Hallie named for Hallie's Comet. Anyway. So she turned 16, but like most people don't 
our turn 16 sophomore year. That was Haley's comment. I don't fucking know. Because it's, isn't the song, I just saw Haley's comment. I don't know. I truly don't. It's, I'm going to say Hallie because that's what's in my head. I knew a girl named Hallie, not spelled this way, but okay. whatever. So Scarlett's like, Michael's dead. I need you to come home. So Hallie calls her mom and um, is like, hey, mom, Michael Sherwood just died. And um, Hallie's mom is a therapist. Oh, good. Who specializes in adolescent behavior. So you'd think she'd be, like, excellent at this situation, right? Like, her teenage daughter's best friend's boyfriend died tragically. Yeah. And she literally picks up the phone. She's like, that's unfortunate. (laughs) And then Hallie's like, can you come pick me up? She's like, there's no reason for you to come home. Like, he's still dead. Like, no matter what you do. Like, you're just going to disrupt your whole summer. And Hallie's like, no, like that's that's not how you deal with grief. <laughs> no, exactly. So Hallie, I don't like, know how they do things where you're from. Oh my but God, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. We have grief counseling. I know. No, I'm not shutting it down. I'm shutting it down. You said continue. it has some no, no, the book does not us. <laughs> I am speaking no. for the book. No, I don't speak hick. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so anyway, Hallie convinces her mom to come pick her up. And so this is where we learned about Can't Believe, which is something that her mom signed her up for because she heard about it at a seminar for her like therapy thing. MLM? I don't fucking know. <laughs> and um, Hallie obviously didn't want to go to this random ass teen girl development camp, but her mom went so far as to like call Hallie's boss to make sure she could take the two weeks off. So she had no excuse to it's not go. Just a two-week camp? It's just a two-week camp. Oh, okay. At, like, the very end of the summer. Actually, like, that makes sense, yeah. Two-week yeah. sessions, yeah. So prior to all of this, Hallie and her mom were, like, super close. Like, they used to have, like, designating nights out, and they, you know, just told each other everything, blah, blah, blah. But this year, things started to change. So first, she started working part-time at the grocery store with Scarlett. When BFF. No, called Milton's. Milton's, okay. It's like a local grocery okay. store. And then she and Scarlett started hanging out with this girl, Ginny Tabor, who was like a super popular, but like kind of wild cheerleader. Ooh. And then she also broke up with her first boyfriend, Noah Vaughn, who's like his family is friends with her family. They dated for a year. And her mom was like devastated that they broke up. And then from there, things just kind of escalated. Like she pierced her ears a second time. She started drinking, smoking cigarettes, tanning. Just, you know, going Scandal, wild. not the tanning. The tanning, yes. So when Hallie gets home, she goes straight to Scarlett's house. They live across the street from each other. Perfect. Um, Scarlett is a redhead in a beautiful auburn way, not a carrot top way. This is very important. She has to point that out. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, and she's, quote, foreign and exotic to Hallie. Okay, that just made me think of Tina Fey's memoir when she talks about going to school down south, uh-huh. and literally she was treated like foreign exotic because of, she was just like a curly haired brunette, like like yeah. so that this tracks. Yeah. So anyway, they've been best friends forever. Um, but Scarlett's kind of like the alpha in their relationship. Yes. Scarlett had... But not in an ABO way. Not in an ABO way. Not at all. Absolutely not. Explicitly not in an ABO way. This is an ABO podcast. (laughs) No. No ABO. We we will shut this production down. So... 
Scarlett and Michael started dating that summer, and he'd had a reputation kind of for dating around. Like, he'd been with J.D. Tabor, that girl they were hanging out with, and this other girl, Elizabeth Gunderson. man whore. Not, like, really, Fish. but, like, kind of. Um, and his best friend is this guy, Mason, spelled with a C. Oh, that, uh, that's because um, that's a city in Georgia. Yeah, so Isn't it? But I, I thought it was like Macon, but yeah. I'm going to call him Mason because I just can't deal with that. I hope it's not Macon. That's a horrible name. Yeah. So Mason, Mason Faulkner, which is from, he's from, quote, Lakeview, but it's never explained where that is in relation to where they are now. No, you don't need to know. So Michael had been with the popular crowd, but then he kind of left so he'd hang out with Mason and, like, be quirky or whatever. He was just, like, kind of one of those guys who, like, got along with everybody. Nice. But obviously he's dead now, so he... <laughs> his funeral is the next Thursday, so Hallie goes to Scarlet's in the morning, and um, this is where we get to meet Scarlet's mom, who's named Marion. Marion. Um, and this is what everyone calls her, even Scarlet, because she was a teen mom. Um, and she also, like, was really depressed and an alcoholic, like, three or four years ago. Oh, um, to the point where she would, like, pass out in the street on her way home, and, like, Scarlett would have to go get Hallie's parents to help her get her mom back into the house. And, like, instead of, you know, intervening, really, in the situation, like, getting Scarlett help, because she must have been, like, 13 at the oldest, uh, they were just, like, didn't, um, like, her mom tried to, like, counsel Scarlett. Anyway, I guess things are okay now. This is kind of like an, oh, an Ellie and her mom situation, I guess. Oh, yeah. If you, for the Degrassi fans out this, there. Yeah, Degrassi fans. But throwing a little teen, teen mom in there. Oh, so, gosh. Um, <laughs> anyway, Marion can't go to the funeral because she has work. She works at the Mulls photo studio, like the JCPenney equivalent. Oh, amazing. Uh, but Scarlett's like, she's just not coming because funerals freak her out. All right. So she leaves, and so Scarlett goes into her closet to find something to wear because she doesn't have anything in her own closet. And so Hallie's just like looking around. Hallie's just looking around Scarlett's room, and she stumbles upon Mason Faulkner laying in Scarlett's bed. So she's like, "What the fuck?" Scarlett comes back in. She's like, "Oh yeah, Hallie, this is Mason. Mason, this is Hallie." And um, Mason's super hungover, which is why he slept over there that night. Um, so he leaves, and Hallie's like, "What the fuck?" And Scarlett's like, "Michael was his best friend, and he needed someone." And Hallie's like, "Why do you know each other?" And I'm like, "He was her boyfriend's best why friend." Why wouldn't? No, I'd be more concerned <laughs> if he had she yeah, not like, met his this best friend. This is a weird situation. So whatever, he leaves. Um, and then they go to the church where that girl Jenny's. She's outside smoking a cigarette she's like crying over how much she loved Michael even though they went on like two dates um and another girl is talking about how torn up Elizabeth is over and how much he loved her and the girl she's talking to is like I thought they broke up and she's like yeah but like he still loved her um after the funeral it's like raining really hard and they pass Mason who's walking alone and Scarlett makes Hallie yell out to see if he needs a ride, but he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna angstily walk in the you rain. No, he put his headphones in, and what started going is, I'll walk this lonely road, only one that I have. I mean, this was probably known. like 1998, so. When did that album come out? I don't know. Don't know. No, because that, that was, was um, that, that was early 2000s, Green yeah, Day, because that yeah. was, um, fuck, that was an American Idiot. That was the. I remember that like in the elementary that school, called? so. What's that album called? Oh, it's driving me insane. 
My pop. Oh, I, I got you. I picture. I can picture the album cover. American Idiot. It is from American Idiot. I thought it was what. What's um discography? Discography. Discography. Which was in two thousand four, by the way. Discography. <laughs> what comes next? Twenty first century. Twenty first century breakdown. That's not what I was thinking of. All right. Well, now that we've cleared that up. <laughs> Thank you. Because it's in so. Uh, it's in American Indian the Musical, but they combined some songs from 21st Century Breakdown oh. into it. Okay. And I thought that was one of them, but no, that was on American Idiot. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So now we get to learn about Scarlett and Michael's relationship. So after Scar- uh, Haley and Scarlett started working at the grocery store, which, side note, they like work specific lanes at the grocery store, which is not how any I've grocery never store heard works. That- uh, ever happening. No. She's like, I worked the express lane and Scarlett worked like this other lane. I'm like, that's not how this works. What? You just work whatever fucking you lane just... you get. I worked at the grocery store. I know how it works. I've been to a grocery store. <laughs> so Michael also started working there as a produce clerk and he started flirting with Scarlett by like gifting her fruits. He would leave a fruit at her uh he was stealing from the job. I don't know if he was I think I don't know. He was giving her fruits. Whether they were paid for or not, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he was just so charming. Things progressed from there. So then school starts, and they run into Ginny in the parking lot. Is it Jenny or Ginny? Ginny. Okay. Like Ginny Weasley. Yes. Um, And she has a new boyfriend, and Hallie's like, only Ginny Tabor could find someone to hook up without a funeral. Oh, my God. (laughs) And um, when they get into school, though, Hallie's schedule's all fucked up, so she has to go to the guidance office. And who does she run into there but Mason Faulkner? Mason. Um, Mason (laughs) Drulo. And uh, he starts teasing her about getting into trouble on the first day. And then he's like, okay, this is... Starts talking to her about, like, how to deal with the principal and whatever. And then he he also may or may not have started a small fire. I love this guy. Um, so, yeah, he's like, you gotta use a Jedi mind trick and whatever. <laughs> She's what? just like, I'm literally just here to fix my schedule. But turns out they're gonna have third period PE together. It's always third. They, they're one of those schools that you don't switch the order of your classes. It's always third period every time it meets. Well, so here's the thing. This is how my school worked. We had five blocks per day. Yeah. Seven periods. Seven classes? Yes, but we and called... five, but only five men a day. Yes. Yeah, that's what we but did. We but we called them periods. Like... We called those five blocks, we called periods. And then the, we had seven classes... Five periods. Yeah, for some reason we were like, oh, we have period two first today. Don't know why it was like that, but whatever. Ours were, we were like, oh, it's period A in the different classes anyway. I don't know. Maybe they also just had the same schedule anyway. every day. So they they have, whatever, they have PE together. They have their PE together. So Hallie gets her stuff figured out, and then she meets up with Scarlett, and Scarlett's feeling kind of ill, but it's okay. She's like, whatever, it's just my aversion to school, and Hallie tells her about Mason, and Scarlett's like, maybe he likes you, and Hallie's like, no way, he wouldn't like someone like me, and Scarlett's like, you shouldn't say that about yourself. Anyway, Scarlett has to get to oceanography, so she... (laughs) I don't know what fucking classes this school has, because she's taking oceanography. She, Scarlett and Hallie have commercial design together. What is commercial design? Like, I don't know. No, I don't know. They make, like, clay sculptures sometimes. It doesn't make any sense. Has has Sarah Dessen been to school? I'm so confused. Oceanography. (laughs) 
Sarah doesn't ever been to school. Like, what? Anyway. All right. James Patterson's never used ATM. <laughs> Sarah doesn't has never been to high school. So September passes. Mason and Hallie start getting close during PE class. Hallie's dad also embarrasses her on his radio show. He's a radio host. Oh my God. Amazing. Um, which makes Mason start calling her Muddy Britches. Oh. A long story, but it's apparently very hilarious. Ha <laughs> Now ain't that just so funny? No, we're not doing this again. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Hallie decides not to tell her parents about Mason because she knows they wouldn't approve of him, even though they're just friends right now. But then he finally asks her out on October 18th. Um, he asked her to a party that night, so she agrees to go. Um... Hallie and Scarlett go to Scarlett's house to get ready, and Marion's there getting ready to go on a date with this guy, Steve. Um, he's into, like, medieval shit and LARPing. And oh, amazing. <laughs> he has an alter ego called Vlad the Warrior. Should we get into LARPing? Maybe. But we, I, was, had, I had a LARP in college. I mean, Let us not forget. I mean, I was the, the neighbor in this LARP. Yeah, so... <laughs> Oh, we actually do LARP with our cat. With our cat, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hallie goes home, um, like, later before the party, but after bang, see, marriage, yeah, whatever. Yeah, time. So, her mom's like, what are your evening plans? And she's like, oh, like, me and Scarlett are going to go get pizza. And her mom's like, you should stay home for you. Like, you and Scarlett should come over for our weekly movie night with the Vaughn family. And they have a movie night every Friday with her ex's family. <laughs> oh, okay. And But, like, her mom just lets her go out, but she has to be home by 11. Um, so, Scarlett and Hallie roll up to the party at Ginny Tabor's house at 9.30, and by this point, the police have already been called, but they couldn't do anything because they're being chaperoned by her housekeeper. Oh! The party quickly goes to shit anyway because someone breaks something really expensive and spills red wine on Ginny's carpet, so she kicks everybody out. So on the way home, Hallie's really bummed because she never met up with Mason and she assumes that he stood her up like he, she looked all around mm-hmm. the house and didn't see him. And um, just as she's getting home, Scarlett heads inside to get a tissue and um, Hallie notices someone walk up and start throwing pebbles at her window. Does he have a boombox on his shoulder? No, it's just Damn. Mason. So she runs over to him and he says that he thought she stood him up because he was there since seven and um, he was in the attic. Oh, yeah. For some reason. she's like, That's I where I hang at house parties. Literally, that's how this whole conversation goes. She's like, I didn't go up to the attic. And he's like, why not? And she was like, why were you in the attic? He's like, I felt like it. And she was like, why would I go up there? He's like, because I was there. <laughs> like, what? Okay. Just as, he's cool and mysterious. So, <laughs> ladies, if your man hangs up, <laughs> he's either a ghost or a vampire. So, Hallie's dad comes out because he hears a noise and um, almost catches them, but Hallie hides Mason in the bushes. Um, she's like, oh, I just, like, dropped some things. I'm looking for it over here. And so he goes back inside, and then they start flirting again, and she's like, there's something about him that makes me act different. And um, they kiss, and then he has... Yeah, so the next day, Hallie has to mow her super difficult to mow lawn. Um, and okay. as, she, as she's struggling, uh, who shows up in a lawn care truck? That's Mason. 
Because um, she, like, made a comment that night before about having to mow the lawn. Oh, I was like, Why? He's not stalking her. He just was like, I'm going to help this girl out. So he gets out and he starts mowing the lawn with this fancy-ass lawnmower that has, like, sensors and shit. That, Whoa. like, is really impressive to her Whoa. dad. But her mom is, like, super suspicious. <laughs> and Holly's like, he's just someone from P.E. And her mom's like, okay, but, like, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, someone from P.E. just happened to know that we needed our lawn mowed and He's just a friend, up. mom. So then one day at work, Scarlett drags Hallie to the restroom and shows her three positive pregnancy tests. And oh, Hallie, no. Hallie is scandalized. And Scarlett's like, I only had sex once. And Hallie's like, oh, my God, you had sex? And Scarlett's like, obviously. Um, girl. They're, they def, they def, this gives me Christian school vibes. Um, anyway, Michael died literally the day after they slept together. Wow. I feel like I've read this story in a, a team, <laughs> team Beat yeah. magazine. Yeah, like a <laughs> Tiger Beat. J, or what was the other one? J14. Yeah, or like um, Chicken Soup for the Teen Soul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Scarlett, like, doesn't know what she's going to do. She doesn't want to get an abortion. Um, they go to Scarlett's house after work, and Marion's getting ready for a date with Steve, but Scarlett just, like, blurts it out. So they go and have a really tense talk where Marion's like, you're making the same mistakes I did, and, like, you think I'm a mistake, Mom? That may or may not have happened. <laughs> did that? You don't actually get to hear the conversation. Um, And Scarlett's like, Marion's going to make an appointment at the clinic. Uh, They always call it just, like, the clinic. Oh, this is giving me Spring Awakening vibes. Because in Spring Awakening, the girl has sex once. The guy gets sent to a reformatory. And she's pregnant. Because she's pregnant. And then the mom's like, we're bringing you to a doctor in the middle of the night. Don't worry. Anyway. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Marion had an abortion herself, like, six or seven years prior to this. So, she's like... It's not that bad. Meanwhile, Scarlett's like, it is that bad. So, on the day of the appointment, um, Hallie's mom has to drive her to school because Scarlett can't. um, And she's like, what's up with Scarlett? Is she okay? And she's like, she just had an appointment. Like, whatever. No, this is Manny. So... We went from Ellie to Manny. Yeah, so... Hallie makes plans for her birthday with Mason, like, at school that day, because her birthday's that weekend, like, that Saturday or something. Um, but then Scarlett calls her from the clinic, like, asked, she asks a woman who was also there to pose as Hallie's mom. Um, so she called the school, and the school got Hallie, and Scarlett's like, I need you to come pick me up. <laughs> I didn't do it. I told my mom to go home because she was making me nervous, and then I would, like, call her okay. to get picked up. So... Hallie gets Mason to drive her to the clinic, um, and they just spend the rest of the time driving around town. And uh, when Hallie gets home, her mom is pissed because she saw them driving around. Um, So she, like, grounds her immediately, but Hallie manages to call Scarlett quickly to warn her because Hallie's mom also told Marion what happened. Um, And then her mom comes up and starts lecturing her, and she's like, who was that boy you were with? But then Marion calls, and she's distressed, and so Hallie's mom goes over to her house. And when she comes back, she's much calmer, and she brings some snacks as, like, a peace offering because now she knows what's going on. Um, And Hallie's like, I didn't tell you because I was sworn to secrecy and her mom's understanding, but she's like, your punishment still stands because you still broke the rules, even though you were just helping your friend. Um, 
And she's worried about Hallie and whatnot and makes a comment that, like, Scarlett's making a mistake. And Hallie's like, she doesn't think it's a mistake, like, to keep the baby. And her mom's like, not now, but she'll think that later when she's tied down and everyone else is moving on and blah, blah, blah. The next day is Hallie's birthday, which her parents let her, like, have a break on the punishment for her birthday. Um, She gets her driver's license. I'm not even going to... We're over the song now. And, uh... (laughs) Then she has she has (laughs) to work on her birthday where Mason visits her and she tells him about how she got grounded because he tried to call her last night and um, he's like that's too bad and she's like oh is it too bad for you or for me and he's like haha for me and then he leaves she has a birthday party at an Italian restaurant with her parents the Vaughns and Scarlett and uh, Scarlett's super grateful to Hallie's mom because she helped convince Marion that Scarlett should keep the baby Mm-hmm. Um, and that night she sneaks out with Mason and they go to this lake like 20 minutes from her house and they make out by this huge dam and she's like in that moment I could feel the girl I was leaving me what girl she, she yeah she's very dramatic yeah so then Scarlett and Hallie start reading this pregnancy book she's four months pregnant at this point and um oh time skip yeah there's like there. it's November now Um, And they're trying to keep the whole thing a secret for as long as they can, but they do tell Mason. Um, Elizabeth Gunderson, one of Michael's exes in, like, a burnout, um, warns Hallie about being with Mason. She's, like, he's known for, like, playing with girls' hearts, whatever. Oh, I love when someone shows up to just give that kind of warning. Yeah. So then Scarlett gets sick during one of their classes together, so Hallie takes her to the bathroom, and Scarlett's like, this would be different, like, if Michael was here, if I was married, or, like, if Marion was being more supportive, and Hallie's like, I'm here, we'll go through all the childbirth classes together, like, I'll be your husband, basically, for this whole thing. Is this knocked up, or whatever the fuck that... I don't fucking know, I never saw it. Movie... Baby Mama? One of those. Baby Mama was but a surrogate. Oh, but that's but it's still the same energy. I don't fucking know. Right? I saw Baby Mama once many years ago and have never seen Knocked Up, so don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Scarlett's worried about money too, but apparently she has like a college fund set aside by her grandparents, and Hallie's like, "Your baby is more important than college." But then they notice that there's someone else in the restroom, and it's Ginny <gasps> Tabor. No, who's that like, bitch. I swear I won't tell anybody, but obviously she tells everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so how? Hallie and Scarlett eat lunch with Mason, um, who apparently knows, like, about what pregnant women should eat, and it's, like, implied that he has weird knowledge about pregnancy, but this is never expanded upon. Um, that's weird. Like, yeah. That's weird. And then in the middle of all of this, Hallie's grandmother gets ill, so Hallie and her grandmother share a name, uh, not unlike me and my grandmother. Yes. Um, and her mother was named after Haley, Hallie's comet, I don't know, the okay. comet, uh, and because she was born on the day it passed by Earth in 1910. Um, she's been having issues with her memory, but it's starting to get worse now. So, yeah, that's going on. Yes. Are you looking up if it's Hallie or Haley's comet? I don't... I don't know. Comet Hallie is commonly pronounced as if it rhymes with valley or rhyming with daily. What? I guess it doesn't matter. (laughs) Because whatever that... Okay, here we go. We got the the American pronunciation from Google. Haley's comet. Is that the British pronunciation then? Haley's comet. Interesting. 
I just know because all I was going off of was the song. Yeah, I don't. I know. just like it's coming. Sometimes goodbye is a second chance. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Marion and that guy Steve are still going out, and he's now starting to incorporate parts of his like medieval RP persona into daily life. I love that. This is the greatest man ever. Uh, yeah, like, he just, over time, starts, like, putting on more, like, medieval, like, he starts with a medallion. He, for some reason, I'm just getting the vibes of when, um, Sean Astin was in, uh, Stranger Things. As, like, I didn't the, see Stranger Things. And he was dating the character's mom. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Marion's going out with him that night and she tells Scarlett and Haley to stay out of trouble and Scarlett's like, LOL, it's not like we're gonna go out and get pregnant and Marion doesn't find that funny at all. Uh, LOL. Because she's still like, you need to give this child to you and like for adoption, but whatever. So, um, the next day at school, Scarlett invites this kid Cameron to sit with them in class. Um, he transferred in September after spending five years in France. Uh, because his dad's a famous chef and oh. he's some kind of talented artist so he and Scarlett became friends because one day when this random girl was talking shit about Scarlett he made a mini sculpture of the girl's head out of clay and then smashed it with a book which was oh hilarious how the French do art we yeah so um, they're friends now and then one night Hallie and Mason are out driving and he actually brings her to his apartment um, so he lives in the penthouse of this fancy ass building Whoa. because quote his mother's into power trips. What? All we know about this woman is she sells real estate and has been married like three times. Oh, all right, good for her. <laughs> so it's the first time he's ever talked about his mom to her. Um, literally just saying the comment she's into power trips. <laughs> Um, there's some kind of party going on at his place, but he just, like, takes her to his room and then sneaks out to steal food and wine. Um, and when he's gone, Hallie notices that he has a photo of her in his room, um, and he explains that he took it from Scarlet's house, like, he quote-unquote borrowed it. Uh, this, that's weird. Yeah. That's not good. Not a photo he took of her, like, captured of her. No, no, he yeah. physically took... He, he like, stole a photo would, from... That one guy yes. would steal grandparent pictures from the John Mulaney bit. Sure. Yeah. So they start making out. <laughs> he started making out. But then... He took off her pants, and I turned on the TV. Anyway, um, Hallie realizes she's late for curfew, so they have to rush back to her house. She realizes she's late at 12.09. They make it back to her house at 12.21. So this is, everything in this place is, like, very close together. Um, so she goes into Scarlett's house via the back door, because she was pretending to be at Scarlett's this whole time. Mm-hmm. And Scarlett's like, you're late. She's up late reading her pregnancy book. And then she exits through the front and goes home, and her mom's waiting for her. And Holly's like, yeah, like, I know I'm late. We got caught up watching a movie. And her mom's like, nice try. I saw Scarlett in the living room all night long. Like, where the fuck were you? So then she's like, were you with that guy, Mason? And she's like, yeah, but we were just hanging out. And her mom starts asking more questions. And it's like, I don't even know who you are anymore more because of this boy blah 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 so they just get into a fight and then Hallie goes to bed um the next day Hallie goes with Scarlett to her doctor's appointment and then they have work and Hallie's mom comes in and goes through Hallie's line is like I'll pick you up after work like I want to talk so they go out for dinner and um 
she starts it about Mason again and how she doesn't approve of him. And Hallie's like, you don't even know him. And her mom's like, because you refuse to talk about him. Like, I would love to be proven wrong, but you literally will not <laughs> tell me anything about this boy. Fair enough. Um, and ultimately, her mom's like, you can't see him anymore. So Ooh. Hallie's pissed. When they get home, though, Hallie's dad is on the phone and he tells him that Hallie's grandmother fell and is in the hospital. So her mom goes into crisis mode and starts packing and books a flight to go out and see her. Um, while her mom is gone, Hallie's like, I got a get out of jail free card for hanging out with Mason. So she brings him to her house. They start making out and then he starts like pressing further. And she's like, no, like we can't, like my dad could come home at any moment. And he's like, where's your sense of adventure? And she's like, definitely not. Mm, Um, That's no for me, dog. So she gets up and gets a drink. And then Mason turns on the radio to her father's station to mess with her by like bringing up behind her head and having her dad's voice creepily talking to her ear. That's. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Um I'm I'm slowly losing my appreciation for Mason. Not so much slowly. I'm kind of steadily. Oh no, he sucks. Yeah. They go back to her room, they start kissing again. Every time she's like, oh, he's going to be home soon, um, her dad just comes back on the air and he's like, uh, what was that? Like, obviously he's still at work. And she's like, I just like, we can't do this. And Mason's like, I'm only being patient, but it's been almost three months and like, I can't wait that long. And she's like, it's not that long. And he's like, it is to me. Like, just think about it. Like, we'll be careful. And so she's like, okay, but she's still nervous. So, whatever. He Just leaves. say no. She goes to Scarlet's and she asks Scarlet what makes... Her- what made her decide to sleep with Michael and she's like, I don't know, like, it just kind of happened one day and afterward, like, I realized it was a mistake for many reasons, like, not just because she got pregnant, ultimately, but also because, like, she didn't really think about the fact that she didn't really know him that well and, like, so much could have happened even if he had lived because they've only known each other for a summer. So... Whatever. Hallie's family goes to visit her grandmother in the care facility for Thanksgiving. They have a nice time, and Hallie talks to Scarlett on the phone. They have this whole thing about, like, lumpy mashed potatoes. (laughs) And she also tells her that um, Steve wore a tunic to dinner. (laughs) Like, a whole-ass tunic. Um, Hallie and her mom go to her grandmother's house to, like, clean it up, and Hallie talks about how, like, she and her grandmother watched the comet together when Hallie was, like, six years old or something, and her mom's like, no, you didn't see it, like, you were too small, and it was too, like, it wasn't clear at all, like, you definitely didn't see that, like, I remember, and Hallie's like, not even my own fucking memories are my own memories when it comes to my mom, like, yeah, that's not, that's not, don't be this parent. No, it's very overbearing and unhealthy. Be a, be authoritative, not authoritarian. Yes. So Scarlett's now five months along, so she's starting to show, and their boss at the grocery store is like, hey, so, like, um, about this, like, did you want to maybe take less shifts? You're like, what's going on here? And Scarlett's like, nope, I'm going to work my same schedule. I need to save money for baby stuff. And she's like, they can't fire me because I'm pregnant and the law protects me. True. <laughs> so Remember that. Like it's obviously a pregnant listeners. They, that's discrimination. Title nine. So, yeah, like it's obviously owner doesn't want a pregnant teen working there, but there's nothing they can do about it. It's like Juno. 
Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't, know. don't know. I saw Juno many years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep listing movies where the main characters are pregnant. <laughs> so Scarlett and Hallie talk about her and Mason again, and Scarlett's like, he should tell you he loves you before you do it. And Hallie's like, that's so cliche, but even though she completely agrees. Um, or just don't don't have sex when you're a teenager and dating stupid boys. Yeah. So it's now like Christmas time. So Hallie runs like her family goes to pick out a Christmas tree, and she runs into Elizabeth Gunderson, that girl who dated Michael, and was like, "You should be careful of Mason." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, like how are things with Mason? Like I see him at Reddit's from time to time." And Hallie like is like, "Yeah, I totally know who Reddit is, <laughs> even though she doesn't at all." And um. Even the last time Elizabeth tried to warn her about him, she's like, Mason's a great guy. Like, you're so lucky to be with him. Like, um, okay. So Elizabeth leaves when Hallie's parents show up and her mom's like, who is that? Do I know her? And (laughs) this crazy bitch of a mom. Yeah. Hallie's like, no, it doesn't matter anyway. I hate her. (laughs) So then the next day, um, Hallie asks Mason about Retta and he's like, yeah, she's just this friend of mine. Like, how did you find out about her? And Hallie's like, I just think it's weird that you never mentioned her and Elizabeth says she sees you there a lot and he's like Elizabeth doesn't know anything and then he's like I'm not used to being accountable to anyone and I can't tell you what I'm doing every second because half the time I don't know myself like it's just the way I am what? Okay. Yeah, Thanks, so, dude. Yeah, so the argument, like, dissipates. Um, and then she, like, tries to get him to say I love you by just, like, thinking about it really hard. <laughs> Which obviously doesn't the work. The Jedi mind trick. <laughs> yeah. You love me. This is the girl you love. Yeah. So then he asks her about having sex again. And he's like, is it me? And she's like, no, like, it's just a big deal for me. And he's like, like, what happened with Scarlet is impossible. Like, don't even worry about it. And she's like, that's, that's not, not it. The, that's not the only... Oh, yeah, she's I like, hate- that's not the issue. It's just it's just the way I am. See, this is when you can tell when woman wrote a male character. Because this is, this is accurate. Yeah. And I hate this yeah. guy. So as Christmas gets closer, she and Mason start spending less time together. Um, but she gets him a pair of Ray Bands for Christmas, and he gets her a silver. Damn. Yeah, he gets her so a silver she- ring. What? Yeah. So she brings up the Reda thing again, and is like why don't you ever take me to, like, your hangout spots? And he's like, you wouldn't like it. And then they have this little argument. But it ends with her telling him that she wants to spend New Year's Eve with him, like, implying, like, we're going to spend the night together on New Year's Eve. So he's like, hell yeah. When she gets home, Scarlett calls her over to her house so she can feel the baby kick for the first time. Oh. (laughs) Um, New Year's Eve comes, and her mom always throws a party at their house, and she tries to get her to stay home with her. And Hallie's like, I'm 16. You can't keep me home. Because when you're 16. Um, So her mom's like, okay, like, fine. You can go to Scarlett's, but, like, I'm trusting you. So Hallie goes to Scarlett's house Sneaks and out the Scarlett gives her a handful of condoms <laughs> and is like, does he love you? And she's like, of course he does. And Scarlett's like, okay, so she, he told you? And Hallie's like, no, he doesn't need to tell me. And Scarlett's oh. like, don't be foolish. I'm so glad I didn't date as a teenager. Oh, I know back, back then I wish I was dating, but yeah. I'm so glad I didn't. Yeah, high school boys are stupid. So, um... 
And, like, Hallie gets upset because Scarlet's not being supportive. And Scarlet's like, I'm being this way because I'm your friend. Um, and then Hallie's like, well, what do you know? Like, look how well things turned out for you. And uh, that obviously doesn't go well. But then Steve shows up and Cameron shows up. So Hallie leaves. Um, she and Mason go to some random house party. And um, Elizabeth is there. And they smoke and they talk about Scarlet. They smoke. Yeah, they smoke. Elizabeth, she does the marijuana? No. Hallie smokes cigarettes. Elizabeth she does, does the tobacco Elizabeth, and nicotine? Elizabeth does take three bong hits. The nicotine? The rat poison? No, she take, She does the marijuana. Oh, well, oh, well, cigarettes. Yeah, Hallie That's what I'm saying. Cigarettes. Hallie does. Yeah. She's does been the- smoking cigarettes since, like, paragraph one. Oh, I, you know, so much happened. In Remember the tanning? Before the tanning came the cigarette. <laughs> right, before, right, I was making fun of the tanning because it was compared to such smoking. Yeah, right, I forgot about that. I mean, both can cause cancer, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Don't, don't go to tanning salons and uh, don't smoke cigarettes. No. So, whatever, they're smoking and talking about Scarlet, and Scarlet's like, I didn't even know that she and Michael even hooked up, and Hallie's like, they didn't hook up, they dated all summer and were in love, and Hallie's like, I don't know about that, like, being in love, because I saw Michael a lot that summer, and he never said anything about her. Wait, who said that, Elizabeth or Hallie? Elizabeth. Uh, said that she saw Michael a lot. Yeah. Never mentioned Scarlet. And then she's like, she saw, wink, wink. Yeah. D- not, never clarified what that exactly means. Mm. And then she's like, she's ruining her life by keeping the baby. And Holly's like, no, this is what she wants. So it's not ruining her life. And then Elizabeth's like, I would kill myself before I have baby. Oh. And then she leaves. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> there are alternatives. Yeah. So Elizabeth is a very intense person. There are alternatives. Yeah. So Mason shows up. He'd been outside talking to some dude. Yeah, um, I love some dude. And then they start making out and whatnot. And she, like, tries to get into the whole thing, but she can't. And she freaks out. Is like, I need to go home. And then she tries to blame it on drinking too much. This really feels like Degrassi. It's very Degrassi. Um, and then she throws up and Mason's annoyed. And he's like, you made this big deal about it. And then you you just change your mind. So they start driving That's home. allowed. Yeah. You can take yes. back consent. I know this Absolutely, is, like, 98. Yes. That wasn't really yeah, a concept back then. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna double check. Sorry, there was a library. The library thing. I miss those days of the yeah ninety eight. Yeah, so yeah, they didn't really have that much definition of consent. <laughs> the nineties were a wild time. I like the, these were the um the categories this book was. Yes. So pregnancy fiction. Pregn- oh yeah. Unmarried mothers fiction. Yep. Friendship fiction. Wow. Friendship isn't real. <laughs> no. Neither are unmarried mothers. <laughs> if you know an unmarried mother, they're not real. <laughs> anyway. They work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> anyway, so um, they start driving home and Mason's like so worked up. He's driving super reckless. Oh, no. And, um... They're arguing, and then suddenly they're hit by another car. <laughs> oh, no. So, Hallie goes to the hospital. She's banged up, but not seriously yeah. injured. Um, and she has this, like, vague memory of Mason, like, promising to go see her at the hospital and, like, say he loves her and whatever. But he's not there when she wakes up. Um, Scarlet's there, and Hallie tells Scarlet that, like, she didn't go through with it. And Scarlet's like, I didn't really care, but okay. <laughs> 
true like, friendship. Like, that's really not the important thing that's happening right now. Literally don't care right now. You could have died. <laughs> yeah. And she's, like, still convinced that Mason's going to come. And Scarlett's like, I saw the police officer um, in the waiting room. And he said that Mason left. Uh, so I don't think he's coming. Like, I'm really sorry. But, like... No, he's not coming. And uh, then her parents show up and her mom's really pissed about Mason and how Hallie should have listened to her. But Hallie falls asleep mid-rant. Nice. After Hallie's discharged, Mason keeps trying to contact her, but she just ignores him until late one night, like after midnight. Um, He goes by her house and she decides to just talk to him to like just finally end things. Mm-hmm. So she goes out and she's like, I can't see you anymore. And he's like, your parents will get over it. And she's like, it's not about them. It's about me. And he's like, no, we can work it out. And she's like, no, bye. And she goes back inside where her mother is waiting for her. And she's pissed. And she's like, I see things are right back where they were before. And she starts going off on her again. But like, you're being so stupid. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. Like, I'll transfer schools. Like, we'll do anything to get you away from this boy. And uh, Hallie's That's like... That's drastic. Yeah. And Hallie's like, do you even know, like, what I said to him out there? Like, did you even hear what I said? And, like, why can't you ever give me a second to see what I'm thinking or planning before, like, bursting nah. out with your own opinions? And her mom was like, really taken off guard. Whoa. So she's like, okay, what did you say to him? And she's like, I broke things off. I said, fuck you, bitch. And her mom's like, proud of her, but things are still... Obviously tense. Then all of a sudden, we're in part three. Yes. There were parts of this book. Okay. Now that it's not in with it. Uh, suddenly, it's time for prom. Ooh, oh, no. Don't <laughs> tell me this is a prom, baby. And um, so Hallie got roped into going with her ex, Noah Vaughn, to the prom. Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn. And uh, Scarlett, despite being fully nine months pregnant... Not a prom baby! <laughs> he's going with Cameron. She's in a custom-made oh. prom dress made by Cameron's mom, because she's apparently a fashion designer. And um, Hallie's just wearing some random-ass dress. Anyway, um, at this point, Mason and Elizabeth are now going out, which sucks, but Hallie's over it by now. And um, she has spent all of her time since January... Um, with Scarlett prepping for her baby, like going to classes, their Lama's partners. Apparently, that's a thing. So, I. Uh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, they all get ready at either Scarlett or Hallie's house. I genuinely don't remember. That's fine. Um, they take a limo. This is all paid for by Cameron's family because he's rich as fuck. They have this fancy ass limo. I already forgot who Cameron is. He's the guy with the French... Not French. He's not Oh, French. the art. The art yes. guy. The smash the sculpture, right? Yes, there him. we go. He's really secondary to this whole thing. Yeah, seems it. Yeah, so they take a limo and Noah's already drunk by the time they leave, but he's like looking for the bar in the limo and Cameron's like, I think they took it out because we're in children <laughs> age. Um, and when they arrive, uh, he just like stumbles and he tears Hallie's dress and then they get into this stupid fight where he's like, you're so different now. Like ever since you went out with Mason, like you think you're so cool, like whatever. He, he, he sucks too. Yeah. So she just, like, leaves him and tries to, like, find somewhere to deal with her now ripped dress. And this random girl who she knows but, like, has never been mentioned before in this book helps her fix it. And then she runs into Elizabeth, who's like, Mason's still in love with you. (laughs) And she's like, okay, bye. (laughs) Red, 7 (laughs) p.m. Literally. She's like, okay, and... 
<laughs> I really don't care. And then a Ginny Tabor bursts in and she's like, Hallie, come quick. And so Hallie runs. Scarlet's having her baby. <laughs> I can't deal with prom babies. Ever since one girl kills her baby at prom and suddenly prom babies. Okay, don't worry. She doesn't uh, actually give birth at the prom. Oh, well, yeah, because she's not, she doesn't kill a baby either, but like prom babies. Yeah, uh, so not she's. Not as bad as um, regional glee competition well, babies. This is what I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, is Bohemian Rhapsody playing in the background? No. But like, so Scarlet's water has not broken at this point. Oh, okay. If that had happened at this point, I would be like, okay, yes. Obviously, she would know her baby is coming. But like, going into labor is like a process. So I'm like, what is what about right now is like suddenly they're teenagers. Whatever. They're teenagers. They've been at they've been at childbirth classes. Yeah, but they're still teenagers. They have their frontal lobes don't exist. Anyway, so she finds Scarlett and Scarlett's like, I don't want an ambulance, but we have to get out of here because I'm not having this baby at the prom. Yeah, so it didn't go well for the girl in real life. Yeah, so they go outside and um, they don't have a ride, obviously, because the limo is gone. But then Mason comes screeching around the corner and is like, hey, you need a ride? And they're like, yeah. Not from you. So they get into his car and they drive to the hospital. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, so they get to the hospital. Scarlet's wheeled off. And then Hallie calls her mom. And her mom is like, I trusted you, Hallie. Noah was drunk. I don't know. I got into him. And she's like, Mom, shut the fuck up. Scarlet's having a baby. Why would it be her daughter's fault that Noah was drunk? I, why would she be calling you if she was drunk? And if she was calling you when she was drunk, she probably needs her help. Like, don't judge her. It's help her. horrible. She's a... She's an adolescent behaviorist. In the hicks of somewhere. Anyone can become a therapist, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, her mom comes because Marion is at, like, medieval times or run fair or something. <laughs> She is living the dream. Yeah, she's really into this whole black thing. Living the dream. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Hallie's mom shows Where's up. Where's my cosplay boyfriend? Gotta wait for gotta wait for a Steve. A Steve. A Steve. Anyway, so <laughs> Hallie's freaking out, and um, she's like, I can't go in there. Like, she's in so much pain. Like, I don't know what to do. And. Her mom is like, no, you have to be there for her. Like, she just needs you in there. You're her Lamaze partner. What does that even mean? I don't know. I'm texting our friend who had a baby. How do you spell Lamaze? L-A-M-A-Z-E. What the fuck is L-A-M-A-Z-E? Lamaze. Lamaze. It's like a breathing thing. Yeah, it's a childbirth technique. Regardless. So um, she goes in there. She bucks up. She's like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to help my friend. And Scarlett has the baby. And uh, it's a girl. She names her uh, Grace Hallie. Hallie's touch. But the comet didn't fly. I know. So Hallie's comet. Well, Hallie wasn't born during the comet either. Just her grandma. Oh, I thought I didn't. I missed that part. No, Hallie saw the comet. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Sometimes goodbyes is a second chance. Anyway, um, so then Hallie goes out to the waiting room, and like the entire prom is there. What? Steve show up. It's just a very. It's it's a very. This is the end of a lifetime movie ending. Ugh. Um, Because that's basically the end. Is like. Woohoo, she has the baby. Grassy, yay. And um she has the the last like 
few pages are just her like having a retrospective about how she's like grown and changed over this year. Haley or Scarlet? Hallie. Haley. Whatever. Yeah. Scarlet. Who the fuck cares? She's a mom now. Yeah. So yeah, that's the book. Wow. Well, I reckon back in 16 years old and get a motorcycle license. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were Googling if God killed <laughs> Did God kill Michael Sherwood in someone like you? Because of premarital sex. <laughs> I'm just gonna for fun look up and see if there's any fan fiction for this book. Oh, I hope not. I'm not, if there is, there's I'm... 94 pics! No! No! Please tell me it's the lesbian Scarlet. No, the first Haley. one, the first one that pops up, these are, it's from 2016, so it's been some time, but that's, that's still too, too recent. Too recent. It's by XXKitKatXX1. Wow. Titled Mason and Hallie Fanfiction. No. No. Hallie Mason's, this is another one. Hallie Go Mason by Favors. Set out to California to find Michael's family. Go by Faves or Kudos, yeah, whichever on. one you're on. It's kudos. I'm on, I'm on fanfiction on it. Hold on. I so go. then it's likes. Favorites, I mean. Favorites, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Said. You said Kudos. Oh, duh. I, just, I was like, F. Okay, the top one is Life Effect, a series of one-shots about each of Sarah Dessen's characters telling their significant others about how they love them. Oh, gross. From 2007. Truth About Forever fanfiction. These are not even from the right fucking book. Is it one of those things where it's just Sarah Dessen collectively? No, no, I'm on books. Someone like you. Weird. Hold on. Where's... Okay, now I have to scroll through and find the right one. Here's one that's just someone writing their own story in the style of a Sarah Dessen book. That's literally what they said. Okay. Like most readers, I was a little disappointed in Sarah Dessen's ending of Someone Like You, so naturally I rewrote another Fix chapter. Fix it! <laughs> Fix it, Beg. Who are Owen and Annabelle? Those aren't real characters. Dreamland, Dreamland, Truth About Forever. Get that, get this shit out of here. Where's someone like you? Control F. The scene where Michael tells Scarlett he loves her. I've had this idea for a while and I finally wrote it. It's a one shot in my first fan fiction. Arnar. <laughs>
Uh, oh, just listen. Scarlet's description of her baby in the past few months. Fluffy little one shot. Ooh, here's a sequel titled Only Ever You. It's rated M. I'm not reading it. Wow, this page was just very disappointing. Yeah, I'm on Goodreads for it. So many people on this page are literally just writing their own stories inspired by Sarah Dessen. The teen does not know how to cope after her boyfriend leaves her and she is afraid she might be carrying his child. Could two people's love for each other really draw them back together? Inspired by someone like you. Summary is horrible. That's how you know a fan fiction is going to be good. Uh-huh. Uh, well, good starting to a story. Well, First fan fiction. Please R&R. Please R&R. This really brings me back to a specific time in my life. Just looking at this page. Also because this morning I watched a YouTube video about various Neopets controversies. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching, like, random, like, um, video essays. So this one got recommended to me, and there's a lot, there's, there's a whole Scientology thing. Oh, I love that. Like, the, one of the first major investors was a Scientologist, and apparently the whole company was run by, like, the Scientology business model. That's amazing. And random Scientologist celebrities would show up. Um, on Neopets? No, like, to the office. Uh, I was like, was Tom Cruise on Neopets? And then, but most of the controversies had to do with when they got bought by Viacom, mm. and then they changed the art style, and so there was this whole thing about, like, pets that got converted to the old style versus unconverted, and there were random colors and pets that didn't get converted, so those pets got, became very valuable, so there were people who were trading for valuable names of pets and valuable styles of pets. Oh my god! And it got this was recent as of March 2021. This unconverted pets controversy, where like there was this guy called UC Santa who showed up on the boards like two years ago and just dropped like 700 unconverted pets for people to go like adopt for free because people are paying real ass money like a thousand dollars for these pets, neo pets. Oh my god! Neo like pets. People are in 2019. Paying. That's like people paying real money for Animal Crossing shit last spring. Yeah. So in March 2021, like some person showed that like one of the Neopet staffers had an unconverted pet that was like from way after the time that they yeah. changed the art styles. So like obviously they, they had been saying that the technology didn't exist for them to re- like yeah. un- unconvert all the pets, whatever, turn them all back. And they're like, obviously that's not true. And then they like leaked this link to like the admin page where you could unconvert the pets for yourself and then eventually in march the neopets admins were like hey guys so we realized there's a really big demand for these unconverted pets so we're gonna go back and we're gonna figure it out in like final I'm like what is going on in the neopets family? why i like <laughs> it that shouldn't be a big thing but it is yeah wow anyway it was it was fascinating Anyway, did you hear that Finland isn't real? What the fuck is Finland? Exactly. So that was Someone Like You by Sarah Tessin. That was not a good book. Um, someone like, one person on the Goodreads was like, her name was Candy with a K and an I. And she nice. was like, this book means a lot to me because I went through something similar. 
And then the next review was like, oh, so much slut shaming. Don't read this. Yeah, like, it's honestly not written badly. Like, the prose is good. You know, like, it, it's, like, written well, but, like... It's very not, 1990s. It's, it's a... Yes. Very, it's exactly... Very it's, 90s. Yes. We shouldn't murder her baby at prom like that girl in New Jersey did in real life. No, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> what? I said, no, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Someone I, like Friendship. I'm on the Barnes and Noble. <laughs> no! <laughs> Mary, you know what you're going to find. You can read it because I read her books when I was nine. I I don't write them. Wait, 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 wait. Just the way this so someone earlier asked, like, what are the age groups? I'm ten, I'm a bookworm, and I read adult books. And then someone this is the answer. You can read it because I read her books when I was nine. But if you read adult books, then you straight. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, only straight people read adult books as children, which is categorically, categorically false. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say it's probably the opposite. Yeah. If you read if you read any it's Pride Month, okay? So if you read a single adult book when you were a kid, you're gay now. Probably. I don't make the rules. Anyway, I like how she named Scarlet after the Scarlet Letter, I'm guessing. I'm not sure. They do bring up the fact that she gets compared to, like, Scarlett O'Hara. And so, like, she... That's why she named her daughter Grace. Like, she likes the name because it doesn't, like, come bring anything else to mind. Like, Hallie always... doesn't? Not, like... The Grace of God? (laughs) Grace Kelly? Someone might say Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace? But something specifically. When you hear the name Scarlet, you, like, you think of, like, the Scarlet Letter, like, Scarlet O'Hare. Grace Kelly! There's, like, a million people named Grace. Your child? Your child's father dies in an automotive accident? And you name her? Oh, my God. Grace? Renee, I gotta be real with you right now. I've never once in my life ever heard someone named Grace and be like, oh, like Grace Kelly. No one thinks that way. I do. <laughs> You're the only one. Because my sister did a project on her when she oh was God. in the third grade. And I was like, in the, the first grade, I don't know, Grace Kelly, she was elegant. Yes. She was the original Princess Di. That's, this is they all... both died in a car crash. Wait, oh my God. <laughs> As you said that, this review pops up titled, They Die, and then the review just says she dies in the end. That's not what happened. Oh my god. Should I become a Barnes Noble review troll? It has, it has three helpfuls and 18 not helpfuls. <laughs> just, they die. One star. Wow. Anyway. No, no RP. Wait. As I said that, the RP showed up. <laughs> Do you RPs not get the purpose of... The spelling is way off, but... Do you RPs not get that the purpose of this is to write a review on the book, not act like freaking cats in a clan? <laughs> get an F in life and get an actual RP website to do your crap. Oh, and by the way, the book is good, but not her best. <laughs> they wrote, this is how they wrote purpose, okay? Oh, let P- me guess. P... U-O-R-O. Damn. Right there. P-E-R-P-O-U-S-E. Purpose. 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 Get an actual RP side to your crap. Get an F in life. Bieber. Well, no skate. My name is Night Sky. I 
I'm a black she-cat with small white spots over my body and blind white eyes. But just blind? because I'm blind doesn't mean I can't hunt and fight. I'm pregnant. I'll give birth. I need a mate. But don't be my mate because you pity me. I, I don't know what kind of copyright issues there are, but if we ever open a merch store, I think we need to just find these reviews and just print them on I t-shirts. because you pity me. What? <laughs> that's what she said. Is this the blind one? Yes. Oh, that's sad. I love this very, but the ending sucked. Sorry to hear that. Anonymous. Anonymous? <laughs> They're in with Scientology? Oh, uh, well, that's well, really all that, I got. That, that was better than the book. <laughs> Night Sky? <laughs> I'm pregnant with gift birth at any moment. <laughs> I need a mate. But don't be my mate if you pity me. Did, are they trying to say if you pity me or like don't, don't be my... Don't be her mate out of pity. Just because you... Oh, just cause I, you, I, I, you said don't be my mate, pity me. No, be, be if you pity me. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it didn't come as an actual sentence. Sorry, I was... I. It was overwhelming. It was, I mean, a few people can write such strong, <laughs> Just because I'm blind prose. doesn't mean I can't hunt and fight. I mean, Iggy. It's true. We can confirm. Ignis. Ignis. Miss him. Mm-hmm. Love him. Yes. Um, other blind characters. Um, <laughs> Colonel Roy Mustang. Spoilers. I, that came out like 5,000 years ago. There's Toph. Huh? Um, who else do we got? Um, There's someone else I feel like I'm thinking of. Yeah. Other than Tiresias. <laughs> Tiresias! From Oedipus? And Antigone? I believe. Or is he from... Or no. Fuck. Is he from Oedipus? Or is he from... Um, we lost the war, sad times, Odyssey. Apparently there's a blind character in Bleach. Yes, don't, don't, you're gonna get spoilers. I just, I just read the name. You're gonna get name. spoilers. I just read the name and I That's not gone. a spoiler, it's um weird like sunglasses guy. <laughs> oh, him. Okay. Yes, but yeah. There's a One Piece character. Oh, that girl Sarah from Samurai Shampoo, she's blind. Right, she's blind. Um, tight. Wait, watch Mojo. Should I do the Ashley voice? Ashley's blind? No. <laughs> this is the list from it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watch Mojo. Well, it's suggested by Cindy67917. The blind soothsayer of Thebes. I, I forgot how to do the... It'll come to you. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> How does he sort his videos? That's what I'm trying to remember. Um, in my mind it goes, I mean, I it's like, tonight I watch Mojo. We're counting down. We're counting down the top ten blind anime characters. You got it. What's up, guys? It's Ashley from Watch Mojo. <laughs> and today we're counting down the top ten blind anime characters. Starting with number ten, Shu Oma from Guilty Crown. Don't know who the fuck that is. Number nine, Himura Kenshin from Veroni Kenshin. Oh, there is a blind character in that. Amazing. <laughs> I'll no. cut into the ad. Here at, here at Burger King. <laughs> skip, skip, skip. <laughs> Number eight, 
Uzu Sanagayama, Kill la Kill. Number seven, <laughs> Serenity Wheeler from Yu-Gi-Oh. Serenity Wheeler. <laughs> Number six, suggested by Rat Kid 3. <laughs> it's Xerxes Break from Pandora Hearts. What? <laughs> Number five, Kaname Tosin from Bleach. No, I mean he does cannot, he does often pronounce things. No, it's spelled with an S H. What? Somebody wrote it wrong. Bleesh. Bleesh. <laughs> Number four. End duel from JoJo's Bizarre Adventures Stargrub. Stargrub. No. Stardust Crusaders. No thanks. Number three. Nanali V. Britannia. Code, Code Geass. Geass. Lelouch of the Rebellion. No thanks. Number two. Roy Mustang. Quote, Full Metal Alchemist. End quotes franchise. He only isn't blind in one of them. Yeah, I would say, I don't think he goes blind in O3. He gets an eye patch in O3. He gets an eye patch. He gets shot in the fucking head and ends up with just an eye patch. That's the least of my concerns with O3. Number one. Oh, God. Is it something I know? Not someone you know. So it's anime I've never seen? Never seen, but you would know it. Fuck. Um, You wouldn't know who it was. You would just know that the show exists. My Hero Academia? No. Um, Give me a genre. Shonen. Fuck. (laughs) One Piece. Yes. Oh, they don't have names. Number one is Fujitora. There's like 50 other lists. Um, I think Why are we talking about blind people again? <laughs> I forgot. Because the warrior cat already <laughs> is blind. <laughs> it's been... Anyway, that's really it. I have nothing else. Well, I reckon we're gonna no. bring this podcast no. to a close now, no. so you y'all can go. You can follow us. I realize I've been telling y'all the wrong TikTok username since the beginning of this <laughs> podcast. We are not at Wild Book Podcast. We are just at Wild Book on TikTok. But if you search Wild Book Podcast, we do pop up because that is our name and our profile. So follow us on the TikTok and then follow us on Instagram. That one is indeed at Wild Book Podcast, y'all. Uh, follow us on Twitter. That one's probably at Wild Book Podcast. I can't say for certain. Uh, email us, wildbookpodcast at gmail.com. That's wildbookpodcast at gmail.com. God bless y'all, sweethearts. I think we lost all of our listeners. <laughs> Why? <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> bye.